0: Good morning. We are so very glad that you have joined us today. I'm Linda Crater, and you're listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're going to talk today about the mind body connection, staying whole, becoming whole after maybe feeling isolated or not able to follow the habits that you normally would follow. Our guest today is a friend of mine, fellow entrepreneur, fitness trainer, coach. She's an amazing woman. Her name is Raisa Gutierrez, and she joins us today. Raisa, welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio. Thank you, Linda. You're very welcome. I am so pleased to have you on because we have energy with people that hold some of the same values that we do. And I know that you and I both believe that the mind-body connection is so important that if you have a sound body, it helps with positive mental health, communication, connection, and same in reverse. Do you find the same thing? I do. It's very important,
1: and, but more so the understanding that our bodies do what our minds tell us instead of the other way around. And most of the time, that's not the case. And it's why we have so many issues Physically, mentally, and the list goes on.
0: Well, and they it can exacerbate problems if we ignore them, if we don't manage things when they're small, small things become big things. And if our mind isn't healthy or starts to spiral downward, it very quickly takes on what they call somatic, the physical aspects of not feeling well too. And My belief is that during the pandemic, so many habits fell by the wayside, and yet some people persevered at at home or walking or, or various things. It really depended on your experience during the pandemic, and yet many, many people were unaware it would last as long as it did, and it took a much longer or greater toll
1: It has, Linda. I think that a lot of us have found ourselves um, dealing with issues that we kind of put off to the side and it's facing right in our faces now. And that tends to be the normal conversation nowadays, you know, between families, friends, co-workers. It's a big deal.
0: What do you think are some of the bigger ones? Some of the what? I'm sorry. The bigger ones. I think,
1: uh, well, relationships Mm. to me are probably the biggest one I've seen. I've seen a lot of uh, people had their scapegoats. They went to work. They didn't really have to deal with the issues at home. Uh, And now that they had to be home, they're facing some of these issues. They didn't know were there in most cases, or they just ignored or just felt like, I'll just deal with it on a later date. What do you think?
0: I think that the delay tactic is one that a lot of people employ because they don't like conflict. They don't want to start something that is uncomfortable. And certainly when you are in a forced situation of being around people based on the requirements of each state or or however your health was, it really made the problem grow bigger, and in some cases, people are perfectly happy to let that monster get bigger and bigger and bigger, and other people have a completely different manner of communicating it and want to handle it right now. So there there are different methods of helping people with relationships and communication. As you look at some of the relationships you just mentioned, scapegoats, communication, connection, et cetera, did you find that it was more often people putting off uh, having these discussions or yes. the time wasn't right or it was too tense? Well, I think that if we are really
1: honest, most of us don't like conflict. There's very There's a very small percentage of people that actually – like to confront, you know, their issues. <laughs> and I I'm mean, right. me included, I like to talk about my issues right then and then. So I say, right. But then there are bigger issues that I just, sometimes I don't have the energy. Perhaps I know myself enough to know that I am not capable of having that conversation right away. So I use a delay tactic, like you just mentioned, but I realize that most of us just don't know how to communicate. It we say we do, but when it's time, we get emotional. You know, things just run very deep. And sometimes I do feel like we do lack communication skills. We just don't know how to really truly express what we feel because we don't take the time to.
0: Is it because we sometimes don't know the other person and and what they would be receptive to? Or is it because we we know what we want to handle right now, um, but perhaps they do not? I mean, part of these things is bridging the gap between what the other person is receptive to and what you can adapt to. It's two.
1: It's both, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's both because you can't ignore one and only concentrate on the other. You... If, if you take the time to get to know a person, you realize when they're receptive, when they're not, okay? And then also yourself. You know when you start getting, like you feel like you're um, pressed against the wall and you, you just can't really express how you feel. And then, of course, it just turns into a crazy situation. But I think it's both.
0: I agree with you. And I, I think that um, knowing how to be, Bridge how to how to have an 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 opening statement, if you will, that would say, you know, I'd love to discuss this with you, and is now a good time. Uh, Now there are other people to whom uh, they want to discuss something with me, or the dreaded, we need to talk. That one is not usually destined to open a good line of communication, but there are ways to more smoothly manage how to open a conversation. And a lot of it is appealing to the other person's needs. You know, I've heard a while back that,
1: uh, I don't know what book I read this or which seminar I was in, but they said that whenever there is a difficult situation ahead, that it's easier to just tell the person, we're going to have a difficult conversation. And for some reason, even though that in itself is hard to say, and the person will get quote unquote uh, apprehensive. Mm-hmm. They're more inclined to listen to you because they already know something is up. I so like that. I've used it in so many different occasions since then, and it does work. So we're going to have a difficult conversation. This is not comfortable for me to talk about it, but nonetheless, we need to have it. And the person is says on the other side, they're like, okay. I don't know uh, why become, they become more receptive, but they do. And it, the actual conversation is actually goes a lot more smoother than than trying to appease them and say, hey, you know, do you rarely, Linda, is it really a perfect time to talk about difficult situations? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've never found one to be the perfect situation. It's usually, you know what, let's get it done. I'm afraid, I
0: don't feel good about it, I'm anxious, you know, let's just hash it out. You know what, 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 what comes at me when you say those statements, though, is that you're saying that you are uncomfortable having it as well. And so I think that that is really interesting. It's vulnerable, it's good, and it's strong, and it does give somebody a warning. Uh, I do want to break in. I think this is a good time because we're about to get into a heavy discussion. I want to introduce a wonderful new sponsor that we have for our radio show, and that is Magnesium Breakthrough. One of the things about difficult lives and stress is that they do deplete some of our magnesium levels. And did you know that low magnesium increases your stress? So it's a vicious circle. Most of us, 75% approximately of the population is deficient in magnesium, and it makes you exhausted, and it doesn't make you at your best to communicate like we were just talking about. Funnily enough, six months ago, I was exhausted. I was not sleeping well. I wasn't feeling rested, and I found magnesium breakthrough by bio-optimizers made a huge difference for me. We all have stress, and frankly, the last three years have brought a great deal of stress. But falling asleep or staying asleep is why I began taking magnesium breakthrough by bio optimizers. And one of the things that I didn't know but have since learned is that it's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement. There are seven unique forms of magnesium, and unless you're taking all full seven of them, you won't get the calming effects that you're looking for. Most of the supplements are cheap synthetic forms, which makes sense because, my goodness, we all jumped on supplements and tried to boost our immune systems and get our rest, etc., And I know that some of them don't work because I've tried them. But now, I take two capsules of magnesium breakthrough before bed, and I'm amazed at the difference. My stress levels are lower. I fall asleep easily. And more importantly for me, I stay asleep or fall asleep more easily. I'm someone who can handle anything if I get enough sleep, and magnesium breakthrough has helped me. Are you one of those that needs sleep as much as I do, Riza? Oh, Yes. function well (laughs) I I think most people do so we have an exclusive offer for our listeners go to mag m-a-g breakthrough.com forward slash wise and use the code wise to save 10% when you purchase that's m-a-g-b-r-e-a-k T H R O U G H dot com forward slash wise and use the code wise at checkout to save ten percent on your purchase. I'm really glad that I did this because sleep is like gold to me. So go to magbreakthrough.com com forward slash wise, you'll be glad you did, and your sleep it, it will improve and you will be glad of it. So, Riza, going back to communication on difficult topics. If you have set the stage well, for someone to have this conversation with you, I, I think the other thing is setting the stage for how you have that conversation. You, you go and you sit down. You, you, some people do this in a public place so that it becomes um, less obvious that it is super serious or it doesn't go off in tangents. What do you recommend?
1: I recommend both, honestly. If it depends on the person. Sometimes you have screamers and you, you have Ooh, people really, not good. <laughs> you know, so going into a public place is probably the best because they're ten people tend to get their act together in front of other people. So it allows and also it's you're not in your home where you have four walls protecting you from the outside world uh, when you're in a, in a other place where it's comfortable, where people, you tend to, to be more relaxed. So it depends on the person and their level of anxiety and their level of stress at the moment, mm-hmm. where you're going to have this conversation. I think is very, it's something to consider each and every time.
0: I think you're right. And I, personally, I've had good discussions in in both places. I tend to take home mostly because or or wherever neutral is, uh, because then it's a familiar atmosphere. But, you know, you can choose a place that's outside that's public that is also a, a good atmosphere. I also like nature spots, you know, sitting on a bench outside where someone doesn't feel trapped. I think that's important, too.
1: Absolutely. I love those too, because it's just, it sets,
0: you're just in a comfortable environment, period. It's it's, uh,
1: calm, and it just puts you at ease.
0: Well, the other thing is that I've learned through my children, and I'm sure you have found this as well, when you want to discuss something serious with someone, if your eyes can be elsewhere, um, so if you're in the car driving, or if you're sitting on a bench beside one another, and you're looking at the trees or the swing sets or whatever is out there it's not as intense and you feel as though you can think without everyone uh, reading the subtitles on your face because i'm one of those people (laughs) i'm not ever going to try and play poker because subtitles are on my face
1: i do the same i am unable to not show my emotions As it's happening right then and then. So uh, people can usually tell whether I'm upset or I'm happy or I'm in disdain or whatever. So it's talking to my children is definitely a. Something that I've learned to to depending on their personalities, too, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Some of them, I will do it right on the spot or the other ones, I'll have to just take them to the side because perhaps it embarrasses them or it just makes them feel very uncomfortable. And then they're not as receptive. So it does change between, you know, the person you're talking to and what they're receptive to, whether it is a, a very calm conversation or a very, uh, what do you call that? A sandwich conversation. Do you know? Mm-hmm. What- yes. So where, where you're having to to
0: put three items all in there. Uh, So I, I agree with that. I like that term, sandwich conversation. I have a saying that I say to my children, which is, you know, behavioral changes can happen, character changes cannot. And so some of those hard discussions where you realize it's about a difference in values, or a difference in integrity, some of the really big topics in life, those are ones that to me are the hardest because people are who they are. And I think that the older you get, the more you accept that people are kind of baked in. They are who they are. They can adjust. Absolutely everybody can adjust, but they don't always seek change. You know, I I have a I'm not going to name who. There is someone in my life that just says, this is who I am. And I think, okay, but can we address how we handled that situation? And maybe in the future, if I say this, would you allow me the grace to to have that opinion without jumping down my throat? I think we've all had those kinds of conversations, but do you find there's a difference when we're trying to discuss either behavioral change versus something that is deeper, more on values and character and integrity? I do. I think that people are who they are. And
1: I have a friend, a very dear friend of mine. I remember going to work out with her. We did several workouts together. She's an amazing uh, person to work out with because we're just both very competitive and we just keep each other going. However, at the end of our, our workout, she was telling me that that um, she wanted to start taking supplements, okay? And so I said, okay, well, then what, she's having a hard time taking them. I said, okay, so tell me what what is your routine? Why is it so difficult? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, her thing was, I said, Well, you can buy ones that are already made, pre made, or you can just make sure you have your powder in your shaker so that it's ready for you when you finish your workout, because you're supposed to take it within 30 minutes after your mm-hmm. work for optimal uh, results. So she says, Riza, just love me the way I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you supposed to do with that? And I, exactly. I said,
1: you know that was a very good answer. She just she just wanted her she didn't want to have to shake her protein shake. She didn't want to have to put water in. She just wanted it ready. She just wanted to be able to take it and ingest it and then that's it. And I said, that's isn't that how people are? You know, we do yes. love them for who they are. It doesn't change the fact that it makes you uncomfortable. I the, of the things that they do or you just don't understand and you're just like, how can you? I don't understand how you function through life like this. But at the same time, I think the person just has to come to a an understanding in their life that what they're doing at the present moment doesn't always serve them. But that comes with consciousness. Do you really want to change? Do you really want this life to continue the same way that it's going? Because all you're doing at this point And I was telling her, I said, I love you and I love the way you are. But if you want to see some changes in your life, you do realize it has to come from you. Because I could give you, you can give me all the excuses in the world. And I can give you all of the uh, different ideas as to how to change or how to uh, take on a different situation. But ultimately, it begins with you.
0: Well, and fitness is, is really... People know they need to work on their fitness and to stay healthy and and eat healthy and behave in healthy manners, uh, but you're right, people do want things to be easier, and they want it to come quickly. I, I know someone who, instead of having a cup of coffee, will go grab one of those energy drinks, which I think we all know at this point that they're not terribly good for you, especially as a post-workout beverage, Um, but when you're trying to fix depletion, was she open to what you were talking about at all?
1: She is. In fact, she's been dealing with other health issues, and I think she's just not at the, she's not at the mental acuity at this point that that says, I'm going to do whatever it takes in order for me to get better something sometimes but, takes excuse me I said good sometimes it takes a a uh, a moment in your life where it, where things just go terrible in order for you to make that change and I think she's just at that point she had not gotten there just yet
0: mm, that's that's hard um we have speaking of fitness I, I think that we all know that sometimes we're just fitting fitness in and racing from one thing to the next, but good for us if we can put our fitness in. We have another wonderful sponsor called The Way, which is a wonderful hair care and body product line, and this is developed by celebrity hairstylist Jen Atkins. It's interesting because the product that I tried first was a clarifying shampoo because I also work out, but then I'm terrible. I'm guilty of working out then adding dry shampoo to the underneath of my hair where it's all wet and then run to the next thing and then I neglect my hair and as somebody with long hair I'm much too prone to throwing it into a ponytail and so this can go on for a day or two and that's not a good thing for your hair. It's not taking good care of your hair. So through the way I found a detox shampoo That gives me a reset. And frankly, now I look forward to it. It gives me a clean scalp. It has an amazingly subtle fragrance. And my hair is very fine. And it does not strip moisture and it feels great after each use. You can find out more, and they have a whole line of body products as well, at The Way, which is spelled T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code WISEHEALTH for 15% off your entire purchase. In my case, finding a shampoo that I actually looked forward to using that neutralized the product buildup, gave my hair a shine, and worked well even in hard water without stripping moisture was really a plus for me. I suggest all their products, and their whole collection is a total temptation. Go to that website website. I have ordered several things, and every single one is phenomenal. So when you are ready to undo some damage to your hair, hit the reset button with the Way Detox Shampoo. You go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use code Health to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use code Health to get 15% off your entire purchase. I look forward to it each week. And I no longer have that nasty buildup. And I'm much more conscious of uh, being more consistent in my use. So at least, Riza, when I work out with you, you won't have to put up with that ponytail and the grunge on my scalp. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. Yes. It it, it really is a a terrific product and and I love our sponsors. So coming back to our discussions, when you're working out with someone and you're coaching them, because I know that you are a very strong coach, you do so many things, but coming back to coaching, it really does boil down to communication and understanding what the other person is seeking. Yes, on many levels. So how do you find out what they're seeking?
1: Well, we have conversations. You know, We we talk about why they're here, why now, why do they want this change, what caused them to have this change, and it could be many different things. It could be a life event in their life. It could be a health issue. It could just be, I just want to feel better. I want to look Mm. better. I want to look good naked. Really, that's what they say. Right. And that's an important, uh, and others just want to feel strong. They just want to live a a healthy lifestyle with with their loved ones and being able to enjoy life.
0: You know, that's the thing. If we don't stay healthy, it's not going to be a pleasant life as you go forward. I know people who have either injured themselves in high school sports or college sports or that kind of thing. Um, and then they work themselves so hard that they take a break when they get older, which is really not helpful because if you, it's the old ad that I think we've all seen, which is a body in motion stays in motion. And it's true. Absolutely. If you don't use it, you'll lose it well and and mobility becomes important balance becomes important and and all of those things are made better when you have a strong core and and i love coming back to core because core is is what holds us upright gives us posture gives us confidence But also the word core can be used for what's important to us. What are we seeking to do as we grow older? What are we seeking to do for others? I I think it's a wonderful time uh, as we contemplate each phase in life, whether we have young children or they've gotten older or they've left the nest, that you really can look to pay attention to new things. Yes, ma'am. (laughs) <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, lifelong learning is all about that, wouldn't you agree?
1: I do life is full of expectations, full of discovery, and why not? Why not know who you are at the core right because that's what gives us that's our compass.
0: It may be our compass, but i I talk to a lot of people who, after they pass fifty or, or say they retire, they suddenly become old because. They think they're supposed to slow down and not keep going. And I, I, I'm just the opposite. I hope I'm that 95-year-old who's going, did you hear about? <laughs> You're going to be like, Linda, really? I
1: love it. No, I think it's, it's a great way to look at life. I mean, we should stay in our childhood mind you know for the rest of, of whatever you know however long we have in this lifetime in this birthday suit you know in this meat suit that we live in you know it's it's so important uh. to to enjoy your life and what a, not a better way to just be healthy and be happy be joyful and enjoy your loved ones
0: I agree, and and I think being joyful and vibrant can be done at any age, and un, unless you really are turning into a couch potato by choice, which I don't know too many people like that, I think that this is a very good way to lead into our break, and then we will come back and talk about how we can stay young, vibrant, learning, and growing for the rest of our lives. Don't go away. We're going on a short break, and we'll be back with Riza. Gutierrez we're wise health for women radio and we'll return after these short messages
2: close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits where would you go who would you meet what would you do During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747.
1: Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests?
2: Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find.
0: Wow, you can do all of
1: that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up?
2: You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff. At toginetradio.com.
0: Welcome back. I'm Linda Crater and I'm talking with Riza Gutierrez today. And we're going to talk now in the second half of our program about how ways and means you can stay vibrant because i know 30 year olds who act old and i know 85 year olds who who put me to shame in terms of their knowledge their worldliness their current events and and i find that it's a state of mind do you agree
1: i do it is a state of mind i've met my own daughters tell me mom how can you just go for so long and i said <laughs> you know what You are a youngin, and I have more energy than you. Doesn't that tell you something? And it's Mm -hmm. all about your habits. What habits have you created up until this moment? You know, and I was intentional about my habits. Right. I I decided to to take on this fitness journey.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's funny. uh, My daughter at one point, uh, when I was younger, I taught uh, jazzercise if you remember that old word, it's still around. It's a fantastic program. But I taught jazzercise for 12 years and I towed my children along when they were little. And so we always ate well. We always exercised. We were always moving. And it turns out that they picked that up because more is caught than taught. And now they're doing fitness for their children all the time. And and my one little grandchild goes and hides broccoli when she was three years old in the in the laundry room to eat broccoli out of the harvest basket so a lot of what you teach early years carries on and if they can keep it up you really are giving them a much better chance at a healthier adulthood because we don't know what's coming down the pike but if you eat right take care of yourself get enough sleep Remember who you surround yourself with? That's also wellness. And I, I I know that that has made a big difference. When you're around people who are vibrant, doesn't it feed your vibrancy?
1: Absolutely. Yes, it does. Every time. I know that when I'm feeling down, I just need to find somebody who is on higher energy than I am. And it usually does get my... It raises my energy levels for sure.
0: It does, and it also raises optimism and and just the positivity that we need. I've, I've recently been reading a lot on grounding and, and stress relief and mindful breathing, and I've always been frustrated by certain things that people say help them. They actually make me more tense, um, but, <laughs> but I found a, an interesting breathing thing that I don't even know if it has a name. Um, you, you breathe in as much as you can breathe in and then you breathe in a gulp more and hold it and then release all of it. And you do four of those in a row. Well, it's, it's funny. It works because it triggers your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic. So when you learn a few tricks that can help you relieve the stress of the moment I I was thrilled. I I only learned this two days ago. So I'm very proud of myself. So I'm putting it on the radio. But I, I call it the gulp breath, just because you think you've taken a full breath, but then there's room for more. And interestingly enough, it's what uh, they use in SEAL training. You've heard box breathing and those kinds of things. But when you're trying to increase your lung capacity, it's a way to do it. And for people who are getting over the virus, who may have had lung problems or who have pneumonia, it's another thing that is therapeutic. Isn't that an interesting one? It is.
1: I have Interesting enough, recently, I decided to go on a website called Emotional Intelligence, you know, with Dr. Travis. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. who he is. But I took his test a while back, like maybe four years, five years ago, really. And I have been feeling a little bit um, angry lately, I guess I should say. And just very, um, very bothered, very quickly, very irritable. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... I went back and I said, let me, let me just see how well I was doing back then. And I took the test one, one year, and then several years later I took it and it looked like I grew emotionally, but I was looking at the strategies of when I would be at my lowest. Mm -hmm. And one of them said, you know, take some time to breathe and count to 10. And I was just like, (laughs) what?
0: That was my reaction at first.
1: And I was like, well, count to 10. And then the reason why I said that is because it it makes you stop, right? Mm -hmm. And it makes, in order for you not to say something that's going to either not help the situation or hurt the other person. And so I said, hmm, well, then I have forgotten to use that tactic in a while. And the other one was to go and sleep it off. Okay. And so I said, that's interesting. I have really, I've been doing this unconsciously really for a long time until recently. And I've also been taking yoga and we do take, mm-hmm. it's called uh, a range of motion workout of the day. And I have a subscription with them and Every time we have to do some box breathings and Mm -hmm. do all these, all these different breathings. And I'm just like, wow, it's so difficult for me to do, like to even agree. I realized that's what's really, you know, like you just mentioned, it does affect your sympathetic system, parasympathetic and sympathetic system. And I said, hmm, this, it just, it's good to remind ourselves, you know, to just stop and breathe, just cut it out. Just let it happen and then come back to it. It's such a such a simple strategy, but it works.
0: And it was really the first time that it worked for me because I, I did the count to 10 thing and then I added a twist to it so it would take my mind out of it. I would count it backwards because that made my mind focus on what number is lower, not higher. I, I, I'm a very simple person. So counting backwards made it really more mindful for me, but I I am finding that this deep uh, gulp of breathing, I know there's a better word for it, I just cannot think of what it is, really made a difference, but I think also when you achieve something new, you feel very accomplished, it's a small win, and if it works, it's an even better win. And in this case, it did work. So mindful breathing is, is something so simple. It's portable. It's with you. You have no excuse for not doing it. And it's there, but we forget sometimes.
1: We do. We do because we are just so angry and so caught up in the moment. We just don't see anything else. But it's good. It's a good reminder for whenever you're in a difficult situation to so just stop just take some breaths in and let it let it calm you down let it soothe you let it help you because we make terrible decisions when we are so hasty
0: <laughs> it, that's that is definitely true and i find that uh, one of the things about if you either are not getting enough sleep or if you've let stress accumulate your anxiety rises faster Um, Your response comes quicker and that intentional pause usually allows the subtitles on my face to kind of fade. (laughs) So I'm not as scary to the other person if someone is witnessing the fact that they just hit a hot button. Absolutely. Every every single time,
1: if you're, I mean, if you're more calm, you're able to, manage
2: mm-hmm.
1: your emotions, the things you say, you know, how you communicate the environment, everything. Um, but if you're can't get in enough oxygen to your brain, <laughs> you know it's
0: the poor thing is starved. It, yes, it is starved. And it affects you on so many different levels. Well, I, I completely agree with you. And I think that um, the fitness in general, even taking a walk I have found that um, making sure, I'm such a tendency once I'm at my office or if I'm in the flow and I'm writing or whatever it is I'm doing, I have such a tendency to sit at my desk for hours on end and that is not healthy. So I, I have put a few notifications in my phone and they pop up on my screen as a meeting, which really means get up out of your chair and if it's a nice day, I take a 15-minute walk. And if it's not a nice day, I'll oh, I'll do silly things, uh, either weights or stretch bands or I've been known to plank right in my office. Um, hey, it breaks the monotony and gets me out of my chair so the small things do add up and and luckily for us we've discovered that you don't have to work an hour in a row at fitness to make it work you can actually add increments along the day and it makes a better difference than doing nothing at all
1: it does and it doesn't make it boring
0: well I don't think you're ever boring
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know I well, I think that it, anytime somebody comes to work out with me, of course, is always different and it's always difficult. So it's always going to be tough. But, you know, it doesn't have to be tough for an hour. It can be tough for five minutes and anybody can do anything for five minutes. Anybody can do anything for one minute. just like anybody can do three things, you know, or two things. And that's what I encourage people to do whenever they work out with me. We'll have 100 reps of something and they're like 100 reps i say wait a minute why are we counting 100 <laughs> let's right. count five anybody can do five okay we will eventually get to 100 at some point but you break it down into small increments it does help for your mental uh, sanity and on the physical too a lot of us work out and we really um We tap out very early, first because we don't know how to pace. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is we're not, we haven't uh, fueled to perform, meaning you haven't been eating well, you didn't rest, you haven't hydrated. There's several factors that affect you as you're working out. But think about if you can't handle a five-minute workout, no wonder you're having such a hard time dealing with life altogether because it translates from one to the other.
0: Well, and you didn't get unfit overnight and so you it's unreasonable to presume that you can go now and let's just use a, a really extreme example that you're going to go now from walking around the block to running a 10k it just doesn't happen like that that's why there are all kinds of programs that can take you on a training mission to get there or as you said break it down into You know, do five push-ups or modified push-ups and then move to a plank or or whatever it may be, the sequence that you're doing. But I think one of the neat things about working out is that the strength you gain and the wins that you take, each one adds up and makes you feel really good and ready to take on the next one. So I imagine that you build your clients up through the, okay, you did 5 now let's come back and do three more or whatever the pattern is that you're building toward. But do you find that you're also building their self-confidence?
1: Of course. That is mainly what I do. Every time they tell me I can't do something, <laughs> you know, you remind them of the point. If you say you can, you can. And if you can't, you can't.
0: Right. You're right either it, way.
1: You're right either way. And so whenever they do come in. We always talk about, okay, what, how you show up is how you do life. So when you come to work out with me, understand that I'm going to push you, but not against your will, because you asked me to. And I always tell them, love me. I mean, hate me today. Love me tomorrow. And they <laughs> do always hate me and they love me the next day. Right.
0: Well, I, I think they probably have muscles that remind them that they saw you the day before.
1: (laughs) they do. They do. And it builds, it does build confidence. When I started working out, I've never really been a big girl either way, but I realized that you can be skinny and unhealthy too. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. You could also have a lot of muscles and still not be able to run a mile. You know, I've seen that too. And, but I also realized when I, I started to work out. I made up my mind. And you know, a a very dangerous person is it's a made up mind because they accomplish anything really. And I said, I'm going to work out. I'm going to show up. I'm going to, I want to quit every single time, but I won't because I reminded myself of the decision I made. And it's created so many different um, positive uh, attitudes in me that whenever I face anything difficult or anything hard, I am able to push through. And it doesn't matter to me. It, it, You know, it's not about how fast you start something or finish something. It's about finishing it all together. So in our community, I started with CrossFit and I used to hate that community. Uh, And I really did use use the word hate. How do you really feel about it? I I used (laughs) to like Really, I used to say people are crazy. All they do is take this uh, workout from online and then they just work out. They're just uh, a cult and all of that. And then I decided when I moved to here in my local area that I was going to go try one out. Mm-hmm. And I actually fell in love with it. And I understand the camaraderie. Anytime any new person comes in, it can be very intimidating to come in and people lifting all these heavy weights and being mm-hmm. able to work out really hard. But what I love about that specific community that I was in was that whoever came in and felt like they couldn't do it, everybody was so encouraging. Mm -hmm. Even if they finished the workout, they would finish the workout with them. We never left anybody behind. And the person who finished the last got the strongest cheer. That, That is what made a difference. It wasn't about who finished first. Yeah, We were happy about the person who finished first. But imagine the encouragement that that person felt, you know, when they didn't give up, they felt welcomed and it works, you know, being around people that have been there, done that, have been in the same position, you know, they would tell them, hey, I used to not be able to do that, but look, I can do it now. And it just, it makes you push
0: harder. Well, I, again, I think you're bringing up the other forms of wellness that are so important being around people of Toward the same mission, Uh, people who believe that you can do anything if you set your mind to it within reason, and that who you surround yourself matters. Because if you're around negative people, you will pick that up. If you're around positive people, like the community you just described, you're more apt to show up and say, You know, I'm going to do one more thing, or I'm going to try a new thing today. And it's that community that I think we can all build toward. One thing the pandemic did was made you realize what's important, what isn't important, and how to rebuild new habits and new functioning that actually serves you much better. I think that's a plus that came out of this.
1: I think it allowed you to also see the people that were not good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, encouraging. And it allowed you to see all the areas like you just mentioned to improve, because I know even though I, I have a good relationship with my daughters, I also saw areas in them. I said, OK, I need to pay attention to that more. And, you know, just really you, you couldn't go anywhere anymore and you had to right. it was staring you right in the face. Now you can choose to ignore it, of course, but I chose not to. I chose to to delve in to become more intentional with my daughters. And even at their fitness level, even though I'm a trainer, they don't really like to work out with me. They say that I'm just way too tough. And so uh,
0: they you're their mother. They have to say that. <laughs>
1: but they say that anyways, and so whenever they're coaches, they one does soccer, the other one does uh, track. And it's a tough day for them. I said, well, remember when I asked you to come and work out with me? Well, now you have it.
0: Well, and doing different things, different disciplines. So running or walking or stretching or yoga or breathing or any of those things all build fitness in general, and so many people specialize in one thing and one thing only, and then they go on a weekend with somebody who goes and plays beach volleyball, and they find themselves exhausted because it's using different muscles than they had been using. Yes,
1: I recently joined jujitsu, mm. and I can't tell you I I love lifting heavy weights, and I was doing pretty well with CrossFit. I went there and I. I tried a week for free, but nobody told me you shouldn't try a whole week for free. (laughs) Shouldn't go every day. I had absolute women most of the time have very uh, weak upper body. You know, Mm -hmm. we are just stronger on the legs, Mm -hmm. anatomically speaking, you know. So there it's mostly upper body. And yes, you can use your legs, but we were using so many different muscles. I mm. couldn't, my arms were jelly. And I realized it's a it's a different tough, like mental toughness there because it's now I have to use, now I have to allow my body to do to what adjust. it does. To, but just to just do, I can't think about it. If I'm way <sighs> too technical about it, that's when I become the worst. Like that's when I get submitted very quickly. And I realized when I let go, that my body would just move naturally. And I would put people in positions. I was like, how did you, and the instructors will be, well, did you know how to do that? Like, where did you learn that? I was like, I have no clue what I'm doing. I didn't even know what I did. <laughs> and so it's funny how you just let your mind go and your body just adjust and it just does it for you if you just allow it instead of being so controlling.
0: Well, well that's a lesson for life in general. Now, I- Talking about the people that you you don't want to be around, I, I heard a saying that said, well, you can still love them from afar. And so if someone is not good for you or negative or is going through a bad period where you, you really aren't connecting well, you can still love them from afar. You don't have to ditch them completely unless it is really a toxic relationship. And I, I think that that was an interesting way to view things because I think we also, again, learned what was important, what wasn't important, what served us well, and and what served us better. So I, I'm i grateful that you're sharing all of these sort of fitness things, but we're, we're sharing more than fitness here today. We're talking about values and the mind-body connection, and the changes do take time and, and that we have to be – we have to give ourselves grace. What was the phrase we heard today? You know, pace the grace. Yeah, pace the grace. Yeah, I think, I think that was absolutely lovely. But I want to make sure our listeners know where to find out more information about you. I know you have a website that's underway but not yet launched. But they can find you on LinkedIn. Yes, they can find me on LinkedIn and my uh
1: What is that called? My personalized website is Riza,
0: R-H-A-I-Z-A-G at LinkedIn. That's pretty easy. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. So LinkedIn.com forward slash in forward slash Riza G, R-H-A-I-Z-A-G. And, you know, she is one of those powerhouse people, in case you haven't noticed already, and someone who lifts me up. So I knew that she would lift you up as well. And I think we know that staying whole and mind, body and spirit really does help us stay healthier, boosts our immune system and makes us just better people in general, better communicators. So let's take it full circle, back to communication, which is where we started. So as you get to know people, communication becomes easier.
1: It does. But first you have to know yourself.
0: Talk more about that.
1: You have to know who you are at your core, what your values are. What do you like? Why don't you like? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What triggers you? And then you got to realize you have your own set of values and people have a different world map. And then you got to respect that as well. And so they don't have to agree with you. They don't have to disagree with you. It's just different, but it's not wrong and it's not right. If you can live with that principle, life will be much easier because you don't have to feel like you have to sit here and convince people about your values and how you view the world.
0: Well, no, that's that conflict where you have to sit down and have a discussion. And it doesn't mean that your ways are the right ways. I think that's what the funny thing is. When we were growing up, we would hear, you need to do it the right way. Well, in some cases, that's absolutely true. If you want to be safe, you better scuba dive following the right ways of doing things. But many other ways are possible on less important uh, tasks that one might take. So there's really, perfection is overrated. Would you agree?
1: It is. It's overrated. Everybody, there's, what is the famous saying? There's many ways to skin a cat. And I know you like cats. but
0: (laughs) I love cats.
1: (laughs) But you know, I don't mean it that way. But you know know
0: what I mean. (laughs) Well, I have a friend who says different different long long slices. slices. Uh, just meaning there are different ways to do things. And and I think that we can all agree that there are many ways to do things and many approaches to life's challenges. But let's face it, connection is something that is so vitally important to all of us. So the more we can learn about the other person, their values, their behaviors, what the, what is important to them, and how we can respond and share what we believe can make a connection that lasts for a lifetime.
1: I agree. It's it's a better way to live in this world and to live amongst people that are even, you know, they view life differently than you, because you don't have to feel like you have to convince them. You just know that they they look at life differently. and they don't even have to do life with you. But you, we can coexist still
0: used to be a bumper sticker. And, I, you know, the funny thing is, I, I actually enjoy people who are not always like me. Because then I learn something new and I can ask questions that have been on my mind for a long time. So we live, we grow, we develop, we read, we listen. And I, I'm grateful to you for coming on today and talking about a broad variety of topics on this program today. And believe me, this is one trainer supreme, a coach that you would follow to the ends of the earth. And again, you can find her at linkedin.com Riza G R H A I Z A G Riza. Thank you for sharing your wisdom today and joining me. Thank you. It is my pleasure. (laughs) It's my pleasure. I'll catch you at our group next week and the rest of you. I look forward to having a great week and another great guest to share with you next week. Make it a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.